Alrighty. James, man, thanks for doing this. Anytime. We should have done it earlier. We should have. <laughs> You're an interesting guy, and I think you were on my original top 40 list of people to have. Oh, yeah. So I'm glad we finally did it. And well, apparently you've been listening to the show, much to your chagrin, maybe. Oh, no, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought it was cool that, like, you reached out to me and um, just asked if you wanted to hang out or do something. And I honestly, my gut reaction was like, something's wrong or somebody died because we don't, we don't, like, we're friends, but we don't, we don't maybe reach out as much as we should to each other. So I'm glad you did. Oh, yeah, that's really the case. And it was kind of just on, like, the trail of, I'm just going to reach out to people and see what they want to do. And so far, <laughs> no one said no. No one said no. That's a good no. sign. But also, no one is reaching out other than you. I know. That's kind of strange. But I'm thinking there might be something to it. So hmm. it could be a community builder through it. Absolutely. And that's what this... I think we could use a little bit of that stuff these days. It's like someone reaching out and just, yeah. you know, doing the work. Because that's really what does it. Right. It's the impassioned people. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say I'm too impassioned, <laughs> but, you know, I could find one. You're impassioned enough. I mean, I you... guess. <laughs> <laughs> so, was there, like, some particular reason that made you want to, like, start reaching out to your friends and just no, see what was up? No, it's not a problem. That was okay. kind of worry. <laughs> okay. You reach out to everybody, and you just like, oh, say hi and all that. Right. Like, is something wrong with him? <laughs> <laughs> well, as long as we're clear, but I yeah. didn't think that was the case, but... No. You've been working from home the whole the whole pandemic? Yes, I've been stuck in this little box. Well, actually, this is the second box I've been stuck in. Right. <laughs> right. Oh, so you moved during the pandemic? Yeah. yeah. I guess you did last fall. It was worth it. Yeah? Definitely worth it. Now I got my own office, so. Fuck yeah. That's that's nice. But now, do you want to talk about where you work, or do you want to leave that out? Eh. Or do you want to talk, give it a general? I can give it a general. Sure, sure. It's just the power industry, and I look over the financial systems through computer work. Okay. Now, you were a guy that I, I seem to recall, like, after high school, you tried a couple different paths, and then... All erroneously, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there was engineering. Right. And then that didn't pan out. Nope. So, there was a bunch of labor stuff, working on the road crews. Right. Uh, and then after that, I tried to go to nanotech. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, the economy collapsed yet again. <laughs> as it loves to do and nanotech is a money driven industry so that didn't pan out also they were paying people like minimum wage right out of high school to do the stuff that I was being trained for fuck so then I went back to computers and this is like the fallback plan okay this is <laughs> yeah this is because I always I was good at computers right yeah you always yeah. did you do computer something else computer sciences at Nate no no oh yeah Nate yes yeah, at Nate yeah yeah and I yeah. accidentally fell into the exact same line of work as my father. Really? Yeah. What does your dad do? Exact same thing. He was an Oracle analyst, and then so he's the team lead. Now he's just retiring out. Oh, he's not retired yet, eh? No, he's waiting. <laughs> Fuck. I don't have many memories of your dad, but I do remember in ball hockey. Not up the middle, James. <laughs> <laughs> oh, such a disappointment to him. I think he got a second go in the last one. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> So, but, so working from home, is that like, cause I, I was privileged to not have to like rock the day job. So I don't know what it's like, but I can't imagine like, how do you stay focused? Oh, you can't. Nope. There's not no, at all. No. I, like as soon as we came, they were like, okay, you have to go work at home. I was like, this is awful. Right. This but a sucks. lot of people were like, this is great. I'm at right. home. I can, I got a little more freedom. Right. But for me, I was like, oh, this is bad. I'm going to look at everything else. Not work. Right. <laughs> And has that been the case? Like, it's just hard to stay focused without, we don't want to throw you under the bus here, but. 
No, no, no. Yeah, it, the whole time it was incredibly, for me, it's tough to focus. Right. Like I'm medicated now just to, <laughs> just to get by. Like literally, this isn't like a permanent medication because it was fine before. Right. It's just accentuated it that badly. Huh. And it's like a, is it attention deficit or like what's yeah, ADHD. the... ADHD. Yeah. Just a little thread in my family that everyone seems to have a, just a sprinkling of. <laughs> like what are the symptoms of that? Like what's the, how did you know it was like, okay, fuck, I'm... I need to do something about this. Uh, lots of times people can just like pick something to do and mm. then do it. Right. Even if there's lots of stuff to do. But with someone with ADHD, as soon as there's like a thousand different little things to do, mm. it's just too much. It's like, you Could... can't sort it out. You can't pick one to start with. Mm. But if there's one big thing to do, mm -hmm. then you can stay ah. focused on it. So everyone always says, oh, break it down to a bunch of little steps. No. no I don't want a thousand <laughs> things to yeah. do. I want one thing to do. Yeah. One gigantic lifelong thing yeah and yeah. then never change <laughs> and then never change oh well, someone complimented me on that shirt so i'm just gonna wear it forever right. <laughs> not gonna wash it nope <laughs> i don't know man i often wonder if i have adhd but i i i wonder if it's more like a problem for me of like motivation or something like that you know mm, yeah it's a lot of interest a lot of what we do is really boring mm. stuff so okay. it's tough to balance that are you not interested or are you actually having troubles paying right. attention well, that's a good question. Are you actually interested or are you just having trouble paying attention? But if, you, if you're interested in something, isn't it just like you automatically are going to pay attention? Yeah, yeah, you would. You get drawn right in. Right. And it's weird that we can't always pick what interests us. Nope. You know? It's like you're just getting sucked into something and you don't know why. Yeah. And like when you start a new job, everything's really exciting. Mm -hmm. So you feel like you have that interest in that. Right. But after things start to get routine and familiar, like it, it peters off. Right. Right. So what's what's the key then to staying motivated or staying productive when you're working from home for two two years? Yeah, it's trying to stay organized and mm -hmm. at least there's like a broader understanding now of like this is actually really hard. <laughs> <laughs> like the work is hard. Yeah. What is it? Is there something missing where you can't be like powwowing with people and like with the team? I I thrive on interpersonal. Yeah. Like other people like message each other across the office and I thought that was kind of dumb. Right. So I'd always go over and like tap you on the shoulder and like, right. hey, how's it going? And chat and that's gone. Can't right. do that. And I feel, I find that's even gone generally where like it's, sometimes it's odd when you call a person or when you like just approach a person. Yeah. Fuck. What are you talking to me for? Yeah. <laughs> you could text me. Yeah. And a lot of people work like they don't uh, put go on their camera for whatever reason. And... But without that, you don't get their facial expressions. You don't know, is everyone in agreement, Or right. is someone confused? You can't read the eyes. Right. Like, I don't know. I see a lot of value in being in the office. Yeah. I know lots of people don't. But then again, like, I have kind of an, an ambiguous job. So <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I kind of have to read people. Right. Yeah, you kind of need it. Now, you don't have an issue with, like, the... Because for me, I just... I couldn't do the day job because it's, like, the getting up and having to be somewhere every day. It just doesn't jive with me. But you don't mind that, like that, just like that grind. Oh well, it's a grind. Yeah, well, it's part of the challenge, I guess. Mm. But then I don't have to find clients. True. Because exactly. I have worked a job, uh -huh. and I took a side job doing the exact same thing, mm -hmm. so I can compare and contrast. And it worked out that I was roughly paying my boss like five dollars an hour mm. to find work for me. <laughs> and that seemed worth it to you. I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> so if I look at it where I'm at now, like I take the CEO's salary, spread it out over everybody. Mm -hmm. It only works out to about 4% for him to go out and find work for us. So that's not too bad. <laughs> it's not too bad. 
Now, is that like a personality thing you think? Like, like willing, you don't want to take the risk of having no clients, so you just take the... I'm like, I'm not judging you. I think it's great. No, I don't think... It's not like a risk thing either, because if I can excel in this, I can move into contracting oh. with it, and it pays really well. Right. It's more... Yeah, stability, I suppose. Let someone else do it. Yeah. <laughs> That's not my job today. Right. There is something to be said for that stability, right? Like, you know what you're doing tomorrow. You know what you're doing next week, right? Yeah. Yeah. Now, do you foresee working in this industry, like, for the near future? Or a uh, distant future, or what? Oh, it'll always be computers, I suppose. Mm. Probably pretty soon it'll be only computers. Yeah. What's the wildest shit you've seen on the internet? <laughs> Don't ask. No. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no. What's a... <laughs> Okay, what's a <laughs> You're right. I should think about who I'm talking to. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know how to come back from that. Well, I, I was more asking, like, as far as, like, technological advancements and shit like that. Like, is there a thing... Have you seen things that just make you go, like, it's over, the robots are here for the jobs, and that's it? Uh, not really. They're trying to make AIs <laughs> to replace lawyers. Really? AI to replace lawyers? Yeah, it's all really cut and dry stuff, so they can teach AIs to do it. Hmm. I believe that. It's all mostly boilerplate anyways. Right. So you're saying a robot could do Brandon's job? Yep, unfortunately. Mm. I tried to tell him that, and he didn't want to listen. Didn't believe you. Like, eh? I'm warning you, it's coming for your job now. Like, <laughs> <laughs> denial's not going to help. Right. I was shooting at an Eskimos game one time, and then the cable cam dropped down right in front of me. I was like, seems about right. Uh, the robot took my job. Geez. Took my shot. Yeah, I don't know, man. I, AI is the future if... I mean, right? Yeah. Like, I'm, we're going to get machines to think for us now. Damn, that's scary. Because then what happens ultimately is they just create... They're going to miss things that are human. Because mm. they're, sure. they're going to be more inclined to... Akin to businesses. Right. They don't have a heartbeat. They don't need food. They don't need to sleep. Mm-hmm. So those considerations might get lost. And that could be an issue. <laughs> that could be. I guess also like humans can be inconsistent for some of those things you mentioned. Like we get hungry, we get tired. Yeah. So our decision making is uneven. But like a robot is just going to... A robot might be more productive. You know, like an AI. Yeah. Sure. But then what are the people going to do? <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like That's what I'm wondering is mm -hmm. what, what happens to all like... We've seen, we've seen how like outsourcing jobs overseas to China and manufacturing yeah. shit like that has like <laughs> led to a shrinking middle class and increasing poverty and all that stuff what then when the next round comes well they're all gonna be replaced with little AI robots right and like and they're the first ones and so they are royally screwed <laughs> like we tried we we outsourced it to people across the ocean right not to any of our benefit anymore right and the first people that are going to be replaced with robots are all those people. That's true. Oh, yeah. It won't be in the first world, right? Like, it'll be in the third world? Yeah. You reckon? We moved all the manufacturing there. Right. Like, look at it more as a planet now. The manufacturing is going to be sure. replaced by robots. That's wild shit. I'm not... Hmm. How do you hedge against that? Like, or can you? Mm, become more self-sufficient. Learn right. to use the raw materials more. Mm -hmm. And learn to use what's available right so we have trees water rocks leather beef eat it <laughs> <laughs> canola oil use it for everything i suppose yeah i don't know do you ever think about do you ever think about um 
like getting out of the city and, and being more like living on a rural setting. You ever think about that? I have put all the math together. You can make an earth house pretty good. Okay. It's it's a different lifestyle. Mm-hmm. You could feel like you're missing out on something. Yep. I mean, you you would be for sure. Yeah. But there's havoc and chaos in the city. Yeah. But if the climate's changing, you just might be rolled anyways. That's true, man. I don't know. Sometimes I sometimes I think that the gigantic cities and the this close quarters living is, has led to a lot of issues and problems for the human race. Yep. You know? Look up the Ratopia experiment and they'll show exactly why. What's that about? Well, they're wondering what happens if you take a bunch of rats and you put them into their quote-unquote paradise. So they had a bunch of cages and food available and all that. Okay. But they also had drugs available. Hmm. So in this cage environment, the rats got hooked on these drugs. <laughs> Terribly. Right. So then they said, let's see if we can fix these rats. Right. And they put them into like a big open enclosure with natural stuff. Mm-hmm. And it still had the water and the drugs tap. And they quit the drugs. Really? Ratopia, huh? That's where we live. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the concrete jungle. Yeah, it sure is. It sure is. And we built we built it for ourselves. Yeah. Right? We wanted this, apparently. Apparently. Nah, I'm not sure. No, we don't. But no. The money wants it. The money, yeah. And isn't that it? Yeah. If we all had single-family homes, like nothing against apartments or anything mm-hmm. like that, but if we all had that, then we all got a little pot of land that's usable. Mm-hmm. Yes. You can do a little bit of gardening. Yeah. And so what? You can't grow it in a magnificent base and have massive towers of people that are nearby you just have to have a different society right do you foresee a revolution where we go back to that or is it what's used the what land <laughs> right where are we gonna go yeah if you could bolster small towns people would start moving out there and the spread out would happen again the big mm. city centers would have to just adapt that's a good point <laughs> there's just nothing to do out there <laughs> yeah and that's really it people get bored for some reason and well. they do and they turn to the t- drugs for one thing, but yeah, I mean, it, yeah, I don't know, man. I, it seems to me like there's like a lack of meaning in people's lives a lot of the time. You know, it's like one hundred percent. Like I was thinking, because back on the community thing, right? Like people have different roles usually in a community. Like that's how it was based: roles, not right. jobs. Right. So the person yes. would be the baker; they'd be the butcher. These are roles. I'm a systems analyst. It's uh, tough to define a role for that. <laughs> systems analyst. So even if I try and pull from that experience to bolster my local community, right. what can I offer? Like the stuff I work with, no one has here because right. it's a million dollar piece of software. No one bought that. But the bartender could run a bar. Sure. The baker can like bake, bake some good goods for right. the community. Keep people, keep people fed. Yeah. So these jobs that everyone has, they don't translate back into the community to be able to help. That's really interesting. Yeah, your job is dependent on this really complex system yeah. that's just connected to numerous other complex systems. And this is how we've decided it's going to be now. Right, right. Carve it out into jobs. So, I don't know. I miss the roles way of doing it. Mm. I, I think that's interesting. That's an interesting point. Now, is there? could you take like a bird's eye view of your job and say that there is that role that you're fulfilling or is it it's pretty niche yeah (laughs) it's basically big corporations got big corporate financial systems and someone's got to run them i've been i'm not gonna name names because they still pay me and it's (laughs) there's lots of good people (laughs) but like there's something about the big corporation that like 
it's almost you almost just stare in awe at all that has to be done just you know what i mean like all the paperwork to, to get me onboarded all this shit all this stuff that i have to learn all these trainings that i have to go through it's like they're just endlessly complex endlessly complex it's it's weird like i'm really on the fence about corporations mm-hmm when I first started to see it from like the perspective I'm in now, it's like, oh, it makes sense. Right. Here's your challenge. You have a thousand people and you have to produce a bunch of power. Mm-hmm. How do you do it? Right. Well, you go. <laughs> Start writing. Like, right. what are you going to do to actually do it? And it gets done. And it's very impressive in that way. That's the thing is it gets done for the most part. Yeah. And it's just basically a big organizational structure. Right. When you look from the other way, mm. it loses all humanity. It's yeah. insane. You can't compete. Like... A corporation can go out and shop anywhere on the planet, mm-hmm. whereas you have to go wherever you can reach. So as a small business, you can't compete no. at all. No, you really can't. And even corporations, they won't jump into businesses that they know that they don't have an edge in. So. Mm, right. So they come in ready to win, you know, like with an edge is a good way to put it. Yeah. Yeah, man. Now, do you... Without obviously, we're not going to name name names or get too specific, but like the power. When you say the power industry, like how is most power generated in in Alberta? Is it coal still? Uh, natural actually, gas? most is natural gas now. Okay, how much natural gas and fossil fuels we got left in this world? In this world, yeah, actually, the number is going up. What? Because if the demand is going down, the reserves mm-hmm. last longer. So Alberta used to be sitting on what was known as a hundred-year coal seam. Okay. Because when we're generating all our power with coal, mm-hmm. that's how much was left. Right. And now it's a thousand-year coal scene. Oh, because we're right. Because it's they, winding down. Interesting. How much natural gas we got left? Well, we can make anything rot. Oh, interesting. So it's not necessarily. We don't have to take it out of the ground. Hmm. That's really neat. So then, is there? Is getting off of fossil fuels globally? Is that even? That's the plan. But is it? Well, half the plan. Half the plan. Yeah. Because you can take natural gas, you strip out the carbon, mm-hmm. you're left with just the hydrogen. And you just put the carbon in the ground and you shovel some dirt on top. <laughs> Don't need to worry about that. <laughs> but isn't that crazy? Like, now, I don't know how much of this alarmism about climate change is, like, is founded or, or necessary. Probably some of it. But, like, are, is there a way in which fossil fuels continues to play a role in oh, the yeah. future? Because if we can crack all the carbon out of it, Mm-hmm. and just burn the hydrogen it is the most hydrogen dense source of hydrogen and you don't have to spend a ton of energy to crack it out of water right now i know you were joking about cracking out the carbon and just shoveling some dirt over but are these processes that are like taking place already yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the, if you can come up with the tech you can just sit around and make billions of dollars and shower yourself in money <laughs> oh, perfect <laughs> that's what you do <laughs> now what do you know about the scene in alberta as far as like um, advances in that sort of thing or is it just like business as usual as far as power generation uh no they are they're working on carbon capture and storage okay right now they really they just they want to see if they can take the flue gas Mm -hmm. and start making carbon products out of it hmm so that's the first step right then they have to make see if they can get the generators to accept hydrogen Mm. they switch them over to natural gas and then they want to eventually have them accept hydrogen okay and that's hard (laughs) really hard (laughs) But that's the plan, hey? It's just yeah. so. Is it like a slow phasing out in, yes. in, in, into hydrogen, into solar, yeah. into wind, all these things? All the things. Yeah. That's and it's moving to a much more diverse structure. 
Mm. That's exciting. Now, do you foresee a change in your job, in your career, or is this like a hundred year uh, thing? In my job? <laughs> Specifically? Uh, no. No. Because it, it doesn't care about what the tech is. Right. It's just a different site. We'll just set right. her up. It's good. Sure. You'll learn the numbers. Yeah. But it's here to stay. You're going to get sued for copyright infringement. Oh, I know. This, pixel. I know. We're, we're, we're not, we're not going to be able to monetize this one. Oh, good. I wonder how much it caught. <laughs> I'm not too worried about it. Nobody watches this fucking podcast anyway. Hmm. See if they give you a copyright strike. Wouldn't that be funny? That would be fun. <laughs> I got Your a first one. <laughs> no, I got a copy. Uh, I got a copyright warning because I had a musician on the podcast and I used their song. Oh, and it was like, and it was like, so you can, you know, I didn't bother. It was like, I just typed in. They said I could use it and send it. I, like, I, I didn't get a change. <laughs> Could you imagine they get the rubber stamp on it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh well. Yeah. <laughs> But all they would have to do is look at who the artist was and look at what the video was. It's like, oh, it's the same person. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I suppose. I don't think it happened, man. Fuck. This podcast has been a wild journey. And I've been joking with Devin that I'm just like I'm done because I wanted to just get some things out of it. And I got them. But I'm I'm, I'm not really going to stop. But it's more about just opening the doors and just talking to people like you just to hear about your life story and less now about me, I think. Ah, I suppose. Yeah. You know. It's like a podcast yeah, for every yeah. podcast for every man. I know what you mean. At some point, like you become the instrument to, for everyone else, right? But it takes a while to hone that. It does. Well, it's kind of what you were talking about at the start there about like you're the guy that reaches out now. And it's weird. <laughs> I don't want to be the. Do you want to be the guy? I used to be. Yeah, you were the guy for sure. A long time ago, and then for some reason I just stopped. Mm-hmm. But then I don't know. Now I'm putting it all back together. That's good. <laughs> And the response has been mostly positive. Oh, definitely. Remember Dollar Draft, man? Uh, vaguely. Remember how, <laughs> like, this was... I can't remember any of the walks. I no, I know. I just... You were there and then you were home. Yeah. So Dollar Draft was like, it was, what was it, $3 for a pint, basically? $1 for a... Yeah, those a, little plastic cups. They were tiny. Yeah, a four-ouncer. And just, we would go every Tuesday for, uh, what, three or four years? During our university days. Oh, it, it felt like that long, but it wasn't. No, it, it wasn't was like a year long. or two. Like, that was it. Right, because they sh- they stopped it for a while because they were like, wow, someone's going to die. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then they brought it back. Yeah. And then we graduated. And now that place, have you been by there lately? It's something else. I don't know. What it's place. like a well-lit, like, bubble tea or, like, Asian oh. restaurant. Dang. Yeah, it's just, you can't even believe it. I wonder if they still have that like nice library in the basement. I think it was called the library at one point. <laughs> at one point. time, it was. Just the dankest fucking hole. That's like, what, 87th Ave? Yeah. Bet- Not 87. I think it is 87th Ave, isn't it? Oh, I have no idea. Okay, I guess I have no idea. Yeah, between 112th <laughs> and 109th. I'm yeah. sure no one listening doesn't know what we're talking about because <laughs> we know everybody that's listening right now. Yeah. But, um... Yeah, dude. I mean, I. So it's funny. I was. I wanted to bring it up because, like, people, like when I talk to you or talk to whoever from those days, they they say, "Remember how much fun that was and all this." My look on that now is mostly one of regret and shame. Why? It was just so much alcohol. Oh my. So much drinking. So much self abuse. So much stupidity. So much. Oh. So much. <laughs> <laughs> you, you don't. You don't buy that bullshit. No, you wouldn't have learned the things you learned if you didn't do it. I guess not. What did I learn, though? I guess you'd have to ask me. 
It's it's one of those intrinsic lessons. Really? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I mean, I get one only of those thing... I shouldn't do that lessons. R- right. That's why we're only having a few of these. That's right. We're no longer buying by the case. We buy them by those like fancy little four packs right, now. Right, 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 right. It's eighteen dollars for four, and we drink them very slowly. We go, <laughs> wow, look at the artwork on that can. Hey, isn't that nice? <laughs> you didn't just chug it down by the liter. Oh. Can you imagine? Let's see. That's four dollars a beer. Yeah. And you're spending four dollars an hour if you nurse a beer for a whole hour. <laughs> beer. <laughs> Drink any faster, and it's gonna cost you more than four dollars an hour. <laughs> well, and then we used to pay what twenty, twenty-five bucks, and you'd just be completely on the floor on L- drinks this big. On drinks that big, but the lines and the the keg lines weren't clean. I don't think. <laughs> Uh, yeah. <laughs> when the blonde and the brown ale start to taste the same, you know something's wrong. Right, right. Remember the? Do you remember the names? Oh, someone was a beaver or something. Yeah, there was beaver, and there was like Bale House. Yeah. Okay. That, that kind of rings a bell. That just brings me back to like, dude. I, I I would be hungover for like, all Wednesday and part of Thursday. Some of those weeks. Oh, well, I was lucky. I, I was lucky. <laughs> how so? I didn't get hungover at all. From you didn't. Those. Devin says that too. That he doesn't get hungover. Or he did. Oh, I do now. Oh, you do now. Oh, yeah. I'll get a hangover before the night's out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, You'll sober up and then get sick. And yeah. Get, get hungover. It's, it's not good. No. Do you drink much these days? Nope. No, not at all. I mean, if I have a case of beer in the fridge, mm-hmm. like, okay, I don't drink during the weekdays at all. Until the week starts to get tough. You can tell all your week's going by what day you start drinking. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever drank during... Well, we won't say that, but... No, I, I don't drink during work. Don't drink I mean, like I, I had a one of my neighbors. She's thanking me for like moving up her uh, luggage for her after oh, she yeah. came back from Jamaica or whatever. Okay. So she gave me a little bottle of Jamaican um, cream. Or whisk, what do they call that? Bailey's. What do they call? Oh that yeah, stuff? it's like a cream liqueur, creme yeah. liqueur. Yeah. And one of those bottles. And so yeah, sure, I was having a little of that in my coffee. But sure. That was it. Yeah, that's it. Nothing more. No. I saw this. I saw an ad for Heineken Zero, like zero percent Heineken, and it was like trying to normalize drinking during the workday. I'm like, this is a, this is a bold piece of advertising here. But you should give those zero percent liquors a try. Yeah, those beers are good. Yeah, they are. I went three months without drinking at the start of 2020, and then yeah, I, I experimented with a few of those, and they're. There's, it's something how like the ritual of it yeah. was almost enough just to make me. And like you fit in with other people that are drinking, you know. Yeah, and it's not this super sugary drink. Like uh, right. that's the other alternative. Right. Disgusting. What was that? And the snake. Just decided to rearrange the furniture. That's wild. So what kind of snake is that? Oh, a ball python. It's a lesser pastel morph. Morph. Yeah, that's the coloration. What's the name? Lucy. Lucy. Mm-hmm. Named her after her mother. <laughs> Guess I'm a bit at the, right at the end of the rope for names. Like, uh, so you bought her when she was just a wee little. Yeah, she was like she's got this little tiny hide in there that if she goes under. You can definitely tell there's like an inch onto the ground because she's just it's just sitting on top of her. But right. she used to fit entirely under it. Wow. And then it's like a baby blanket for her. Did you ever let her come out and just r- go around the house? No. No, you'd she'll lose. find a crack and be gone. You'd lose her, eh? Can she? Is she dangerous? No. Oh. Well, she'll if she bites you, like it, it can hurt. Oh. She bit me once. 
If you get bit by a snake, it's it's definitely owner error. Oh, they they shouldn't. No, like I put my hand in between her and her food. <laughs> That'll do it, man. And so she like grabbed my arm like she it was food and like wrapped around it and everything. <laughs> and that's the thing. If they're attacking, they'll just they'll just snap at you. Oh, it wasn't it wasn't yeah. personal. No. <laughs> Man, did I bleed? <laughs> really? Holy. She's got like big fangs? No fangs, just like a thousand tiny little teeth. Ooh. And they're sharp and you can't see them. No, until it's too late. That's... How long is that snake? Four feet. That's pretty cool, man. This is no no good for the viewer or the listener because they can't see it. But no, not at all. Screw I'll describe them. it. It's a snake over there. Mm-hmm, it's kind like... of in an S shape, open over a little branch. <laughs> <laughs> it's a brownish in color, brown and tan. It's a cool looking snake. <clears throat> she ain't too bad. She's good tempered. Yeah, keeps you company. <laughs> I suppose. <laughs> I thought about getting a dog or a cat through all this, but yeah. you know you don't want that separation anxiety when you do eventually start leaving the house on a regular basis. I know. That was a thing when people started first going back to work uh, recently here. Really? Yeah, like uh, dogs having to go for psycho- psychiatry. <laughs> like what, dog psychologist? Yeah. Caesar Milan is just like, what am I going to do with all these <laughs> clients? All these, he's, yeah. <laughs> I don't do accents on the show. No, I do. We shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> you can't do them anymore, man. But Caesar was always really on point like this. Like, right. If the dog next to him, like, he always had it. Yeah. How do you do it? I don't know. You just stay on him. Alpha energy. It works really good. Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> Wasn't he like not a very big guy though? No. No, I don't think so. He was down at their level. Oh my. <laughs> I, don't know. I don't do any editing, folks. Yeah. No dog or cat for you. Well, not yet. Not yet. No, I'm actually thinking after people start really going back to the office, mm-hmm. there's going to be a big flood at the SPCA. Giving them back? Yeah. Could be. Could be. They're gonna to be too much for people. What is that? That's just so. That's such a selfish move. I know. What is gonna happen? If if it's true, yeah. What about the ladies through the pandemic for you? Well, not much. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. Has it been? It, did it change the dating scene? The the, the the pandemic. Well, I went on Tinder recently, and I'm having the worst luck I've ever had on there. <laughs> I'm pretty sure people are just sitting her out. Right. Just just not gonna get into things. Yeah. Yeah, man. I don't don't cut the hair though. It's not the hair. Keep, the hair. keep rocking that look, man. Ugh. It's brand new. I have no idea what to think of it. I look myself in the mirror. And say, I don't know. I guess I'm not my own type. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's hilarious. Where did I <laughs> where did I see that picture of you? Where you wearing like a white suit? What were you doing? Oh, it was a Halloween party. Oh, Halloween. Who were Just you? Just was John Lennon. Oh, okay. John Lennon, eh? It was, yeah. And I found that suit. Like, I was like, okay, short order. Got to find a white suit. Right. Here we go. Where'd you go? Well, I went to Valley Village. Uh, no dice. I go to the, the big Goodwill out west. Yeah. And went to the men's section. Nothing there. Had to go to the women's section. Like, oh, come on, come on, come on. Yeah, there it was. There's one. I put it on. I was like, the shoulders match. We're good. All I took in was like the big boob plate they got. Right. And that's it. Like, it didn't have um, pleats or whatever. Right. Uh, okay. It just had the big extra panel. I took in that one panel, and that was it. It would fit perfect. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you took it in? You did the seamstress work? 
Oh, yeah, with bobby pins. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, safety pins, yeah. Safety pins, yeah. That's interesting. You're, you're doing that. You're making socks over there. Oh, my. Yeah, your old sock machine. <laughs> you're a man of many, many talents there, James. Yeah, I'll try. Yeah, he tried. Sure. Definitely can't play that thing, so no? you know, it's well, just a prop today. Just a prop. <laughs> <laughs> but you've been... That's actually a nice guitar, isn't it? Yeah, it wasn't... It wasn't cheap. Yeah. Well, not too expensive, but it wasn't cheap. Think about guitars. You have to keep it up because of the calluses on your fingers. You know? If you let them soften up, and then it's just painful. I don't even think... I don't know if it's just the calluses, though. Because mm. when I'd practice, like, really hard, i get these stupid calluses on the tips of my finger. But if I do it, like, right, mm-hmm. I don't get the cal- like the weird callus falling off anymore. Mm. But there's, like, a thicker pad. So I do get what you mean. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's that pad. Yeah. And you take it for granted... Because when I whipped out my trumpet, like, my lips cannot take an hour playing anymore. Pardon me? At all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're playing the trumpet now, hey? It's... What, yeah. Because you, you took that in grade 7, you started? Grade 7 to grade 9, yeah. Yeah. And got pretty good. Yeah. So now when I whip, whip it out again, I can still kind of play the stuff. Mm-hmm. It doesn't sound anywhere near as good, but it's good to be able to just, like, oh, here's some sheet music, and I can still read it, wow. and it still works, and I can somehow remember all the fingerings. I don't know. Holy hell. What's, like, your go-to, like, trumpet tune? The Little Spanish Flea. <laughs> nope. Come on. Come on. Oh, I can't even remember it anymore. No? Oh, all right. I just pulled it out recently, so. Okay. So you bought that trumpet secondhand somewhere? Yeah, it's like a $75 old practice trumpet. It's probably okay. been through every high school system in the city. Right. <laughs> Hope you gave it a good wash. Yeah, it's been serviced and everything. Remember when the brass instruments used to dump out the spit valve? Yeah. It was just unbelievable. <laughs> it's disgusting. Disgusting, like a flow, flowing water. If you're on, like, carpet, it's fine because it disappears. Whenever right. you perform on stage or anything, it's always that, like, plasticky stuff or, like, just right. flat stage. Right. And you're just like... <laughs> all over. I may as well just, like, spit on the ground is how much it was. I know. Do you ever think about how in junior high we were like under the under the teaching of like a a, a genius, one yeah. of the best ever? Like it didn't dawn on you until later. Right. <laughs> this guy was like top. Yeah. Brian Appleby was like regarded as like one of the best music teachers. What in Canada? Well, I have no idea how far, but I can yeah. still find like a a junior high level jazz band that's that good. Right. Jazz band, period. Made of 12 and 13-year-olds. Yeah. Like, we won uh, Best in the Country. I didn't think anything of it. He counted us off too fast, so I played as loud as I could so I could keep up. (laughs) (laughs) He was a madman, though, wasn't he? Like, he he took it serious. Yeah. In the end, he kind of lost his rocker and decided, I need to retire before I kill someone. (laughs) Right. (laughs) (laughs) Before I put a Trump, like a tuba stand through... Through someone's yeah. fucking head. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> Here's a new one. <laughs> right. Yeah, so, I'm sorry. Hell of a guy, though. Now, was it, were we his last year? Yeah, grade nine, yeah. Right, and he retired on us. Yeah. That's crazy. I don't know who they got after. I don't know. I do know. My sister went there after I did. Oh, okay. She took clarinet, but it just, yeah, it wasn't. Wasn't the same. Wasn't the same. Yeah, but that's like a thirty-five-year music program that just disappeared. I know. Remember, even think about that that room that we played in, like yeah. two soundproof rooms, the racks all like huge. Yeah, like state of the art. He had it on point. Yeah, I had a brand new trumpet when I started. <laughs> that's insane. 
I was like one of two, but <laughs> that, was, <laughs> that was like a million dollar room. Yeah. 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 He he would have played for it like or like played it up and be like, I need this. We yeah. need this. Right. Like you're staying forever, right? It's like oh, of course I'm staying mm. forever. <laughs> yeah, three years and he's done. Yeah. That is crazy to think about how much because we were we saying that before the show started when it was like when we went to Westminster, it was like they had just started renovating and they like really pumped that place up. Yeah, like grade seven, I remember there being one little tiny hallway that had the uh, the temporary drywall on it. Mm-hmm. But that's it. And then after that, it was gone and it was all done. Yeah. But I could imagine what it was like. It was a huge renovation they did. Could you imagine going through all of that for your junior high years? Oh, yeah. Like if we had been two or three years earlier. Yeah. Remember junior high, man? People, kids were just fucking animals. It was. You and know? apparently when we left, it just went into the tubes. Like really? Even way downhill. Because that class, the, the, those kids that we were with, like, there was a lot of, there was like drug use and all that stuff going on. I oh, feel yeah. like that was such a young age for that. Yeah, way too young for me to ever consider yeah. that. I, yeah, I didn't. I wasn't even allowed to go to the, <laughs> to the grade nine grad party. But I remember some guy was like messaging me on MSN what was happening. I was like, holy shit. Jeez, I didn't get invited even. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, the same yeah sure. It wasn't like I got invited and turned it down. Let's yeah. be clear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, man, we were fucking, uh, what would you say? Nerds? We're Not a even. Different kind of square. A different kind of square. I remember skipping one day and we just over went to someone's house and bought a bunch of pizza and pop. <laughs> <laughs> really went hard. A different kind of square. That's accurate. Remember our group, man? Like you had Nathan Lee and we had Brandon and Andrew. Like those guys were like, those guys already had like the minds of fucking middle-aged men. Yeah, that's really what it was. You know? No one really has aged since then. It's just grown into themselves. <laughs> <laughs> I know. They grew into their brains. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, yeah, man. That, those were such strange times. Like, I, I was shooting at an Oil Kings game the other day, and, like, it's all little kids. Like, it's all, like, yeah. kids between, let's say, 7 and 14. Those are fun games, though. Yeah, it is fun. And just, but just to, like, see how some kids are, like, like that's a kid who's way older than he looks already. Like, mm-hmm. that kid is doing shit, and he's he's basically a little adult. Yeah, like Brennan Bull said, I had to shave every morning in grade seven. Remember that guy? <laughs> and then what did he do? Go into the army? You ever hear from that guy or anything? Uh, I think he's married with a kid. I got him on Facebook, so. Oh, yeah. Sounds about right. That kid had a full beard in grade seven. Yeah. That kid had a better beard than either of us will ever have in grade seven. Yeah. Yep. That's insane. <laughs> like, like I'm talking like cheekbones down, just yeah. shaving every day. By the afternoon period, he had like a five o'clock shadow. What a man. It's insane. Can you imagine that? It, like, uh, no. <laughs> but, but yeah, exactly right. No. Uh, man. He probably didn't even know what he had at the time. No. It was probably just like such a such a mortifying inconvenience. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. No, definitely. But then when you get that that young, it takes the rest of it off top real early. Oh, like going bald. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah, that kid was in... Man, there was some fucking... You think back to junior high and people are just like incomplete. You know, like we're, we're still growing, obviously. It's like awkward, right? It's part of it. You got to grow through it awkwardly. Yeah, totally you do. You got to get weird. You got to get into the computer <laughs> pornography. <laughs> no, don't do that. No, no don't. don't do that. No, if I could offer any advice to anybody, don't get lost in that. Because I picked that up in like grade eight or nine and just ruined my life. Yeah. It just became too serious of a 
compulsion, you know? It's too available. It's too available. You can go on a website. You don't have to log into anything at all. I know. And it just will start popping up. Endless hours of yeah. whatever you like. I think you're asking what's the terrible stuff to see on the internet. But you don't even have to look for it now. Mm-mm. You can get a, like, there was a video on Reddit earlier today. Mm-hmm. Of a guy just getting shot in the chest. Like, front <laughs> page. Where? <laughs> Why? Why? Because it was enraging. The guy went right. to go pick up his kids mm. from the wife. And the stepdad was not having any of it. And shot him. Damn. And it was on video? Yeah. Like a doorbell cam or something? Uh, cell phone cams. Oh. Multiple angles. Multiple like it's angles. unreal. It's a super cut. But it's a video of a guy dying. And yeah. all you'd have to do is go out to Reddit and click all. Right. And it would be the first post. Guy, oh man. It used to be you'd go into like these back pages of the internet and be like, oh no, it'll right. be in my internet history. Right. And no. Steak and cheese or whatever that one was called. Yeah. Oh, that whole like consumption junction network. And right. Bunch of disgusting stuff. Isn't that weird how it just proliferated? Like it just now it's just everywhere? Yeah. It's yeah, it's disgusting really. <laughs> I can't believe it. Do you think it's a problem? Yep. Like you think it's a bad a net negative, if you will? The, I'm talking about like the accessibility of that sort of thing. Because obviously it was happening no matter what. It's gonna happen, but yeah. Is it good for me to be able to see it? I don't, I don't mind the being able to access it. Mm-hmm. It's the kids can stumble upon this real quick. True. Like they really don't have to. I don't care if you're 16 and you're looking for it. Go for it. Right. Do whatever you want. Right. Right. But if you start really showing seven-year-olds this stuff, it'll start to erode why it's bad. Right. Exactly. And I wonder about like now with like with smartphones and tablets and, and that's like part of how kids are learning now is like yeah. it's just a few clicks of a button. Yeah. To get and, anything. And you would never know. Unless you're monitoring all the traffic that's going through your house. Right. And even then, they just turn it off and then go through the wireless signal. Yeah. Right. Go on the data. So I wonder about that. Like, if you're going to raise kids, like, well, how do you deal with, with, like, the phone and the, and the you know, like, because you I don't want them to get... that was our parents' problem. <laughs> right. I remember they were like, yeah, no phones at the table. And then, like, three years later, like, there's your mom with her phone at the table. <laughs> Come <laughs> on. Let me show you something. Yeah. <laughs> mom. <laughs> so I don't know it's socially we're just gonna have to figure it out how it works mm-hmm. but it's like I wonder what the change is there we're like because let's like, truly children I'm sure are losing their innocence like oh, I yeah. mean like they're you know they they see what the world is a lot sooner yep <laughs> maybe no. they see it for real like Gen Z definitely seems a lot more like so that's the world okay right they just don't care. <laughs> right. Like they're, yeah, like it happened earlier and now they're just like, whatever. We'll yeah. move on from there. Yeah. I don't know, man. We were saying earlier, Gen Z is going to change the world. <laughs> yep. Yeah. <laughs> they're going to change the world. I don't know if it's going to be a good thing. I don't know. I have, it's going to be good. They'll be fine. Yeah. Okay. That's very optimistic of you. As long as these millennials, like we millennials mm-hmm. can actually do something or else we've forgotten like Gen X. And- right. That would be bad. You can't yeah. have that happen. <laughs> no. Well, like we were saying, it's going to be funny when, when the millennials are like the, the boomer, like institutional power. It's just like President Jaden and, <laughs> you know. Vice President Tucker. <laughs> <laughs> right. Fuck Tucker. Tucker sucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I, was, I asked you, like, had you been out? Have you been out to like the bar and the nightlife over, during the pandemic at all or no? No. No. But you're going out next month, you were saying? Yeah, shows are picking up again. Right. 
Because you were getting into the, the whole scene, right? Like the EDM. Yeah, it's it's a great time. Like, really. Right. You just go and have a bunch of drinks. Bring some earplugs, though. Right. So you don't ruin your hearing. Okay. Because it's all about that thumping bass. And it's a crazy, unreal experience if you've never tried it before. <laughs> <laughs> you were getting into, like, the outdoor festivals and shit, too, right? Yes. Because they, yeah, even louder, mm-hmm. you know, hundred miles away from civilization. Right. Even louder. Right. Yeah. Yeah, there's some brings people together, right, for a shared kind of experience, a communal experience. Oh, definitely, they're called transformational music festivals for a reason. Transformational. <laughs> Do you feel like you've transformed? Oh, you go home and you feel like entirely different. Okay. It's strange. Then I was wandering around my apartment, like, yeah, I'm happy, but I don't know why. Dang it! <laughs> <laughs> Look at this crap apartment. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. I remember hearing some story where some guy was at like a music festival, three days, you know, music, ecstasy, mushrooms, everything. Sunday afternoon rolls around, time to go, and he turns on his phone, he just looks at his phone, and just just whips it into the forest. I can't do this, I can't do this. Oh, yeah, no, you f- you'd feel that way. You know? The whole time, uh, you can feel the bass from the whole place, because it's just that loud. Interesting, so you're just in a permanent state of like... Yeah, like when you're at like camp, where when I was at, yeah, like, it's... Subtle, it was like a womp, womp, womp. Mm-hmm. When you leave, there's no more bass. Like you can't feel that anymore, right. and it's gone, and you feel like you're missing something. And even when I showed up, I was like, "This bass is gonna get annoying." Right. But then in like yeah, twelve hours, like oh yes, <laughs> Ooh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then you, it's like when you go to the water park, and then you're laying in bed at night, you know, and you just you feel like yeah, the waves, yeah. but it's just it's not there. And you hear that big loud horn, and you panic. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't been to the water park in so long, man. You should go to Soundwave. <laughs> there you go. The best of both worlds. Bass and... Is that a thing? Yeah. They still put it on. It was on this year. They had Steve Aoki. <laughs> really? Yeah. That's a pretty big name. Yeah. It's at the water park? Yeah. Where's the stage? In the pool. Like at the, the back? wave pool. That's incredible. You wade in the wade wave pool. How much piss is in the wave pool? Not too much. I've yeah. heard of things that are in that pool. I don't ever uh, want to go back uh, into it. <laughs> I was like the pool in Mexico, man. Remember? There's like the water uh, line and then the I yellow. I can't believe people pee in pools. Like, to me, it's disgusting. Dude, I peed in that pool for sure. Like, no just... wonder we all got sick. <laughs> it's disgusting. You're just like completely shit-faced hammered and it's like, well... There's a bathroom right there. I, well, you're a good man, obviously. I, I gave up. I, I mean, I didn't do it every time. Ugh. Still. <laughs> that first night in Mexico, I got so recklessly hammered and just passed out at like 6 in the afternoon. Oh, I don't think I can remember that far back. I can't piece all the days into separate days. I remember the first day. I remember the cruise. I remember the wedding. And that's pretty well it. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't see you, so you must have went to bed at six. I remember we sat at the bar, and the first thing we did was we laid out a hundred bucks, like a hundred peso. Mm-hmm. And that guy came back to us anytime he could, because he knew that we would tip well. <laughs> at the bar on the beach? Uh, no, a little further up. I should have built that bar at the beach. It was good. It was great. That's what you want. The bar on the beach. For some reason, I don't like the, the ocean beach, though. I, I don't know. Don't like the ocean beach? I don't know. I don't know why. What do you think? Just... I just don't know. Well, I sink in, like, 
Everyone goes out and like, let's go float in the ocean. Be like, oh, I hate you. You sink? <laughs> I sink. I can walk to the bottom of the bloody ocean. What, do you got heavy legs or something? I'm just dense. <laughs> <laughs> I put on 40 pounds. People don't notice. That's, That's how it goes. You did put on a bunch of weight, didn't you? And it was like... Yeah, no one noticed. He looks the same. Maybe, well, I guess you had a lot of room to... St- Still, you'd think you'd notice. <laughs> you'd think... 40 pounds? Yeah. 150 to 190. Holy shit. You're 190? Well, I'm 170 now. Oh, you, you took 20 off. Well, I, on purpose. <laughs> no. <laughs> how you feeling now? Like, like, are you doing much exercise and shit like that? Yeah, I'm going back up slowly. Nice. You just keep the protein over 100 grams a day, and you slowly start to gain it. Yeah, totally. It's all about the protein, man. I see you got the chin-up bar there. Yeah, yeah. I really got to pay attention to it a little more. Mm. <laughs> You gotta, thing. Right. You gotta remember that it's there, right? If it's been there a long time, you just stop seeing it. Yeah, at least I don't hang my clothes on it or something. That's true. You, you get to that point, it's like no. Yeah, you've given up. Kill yourself. What did you have in the basement there? A rowing machine? Yeah, the nice water rower. How do you like that? Uh, that's the way to do it. Yeah. yeah. I like that. It's got the good drive, it's power all the way through. It's a full body thing. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't want a treadmill or something stupid. So no. I tried to pawn off an elliptical on me. I'm like, I am not going to just wire myself up and move my limbs no no the rower is nice hey because you get a good you get a good back workout yeah but it's also and, and arms too but it's we'll cardio it. yeah i'm having a charlie horse oh no <laughs> hit the rower hit the rower ah, it's a hamstring they're tight oh tell me more about the rower <laughs> how does what's the point of the water resistance yeah it's a good way to do resistance Oh. Otherwise, you get the fans or whatever, and right. they couldn't figure out something mechanical, I suppose, and just making a big bucket full of water with paddles works. So you pull. And it spins. I gotta stand up. This Charlie horse is fucking me over. <laughs> we can keep going. Oh. So the, and the water spins like, like this, right? Yeah, yeah, the one I got at an angle. But yeah, it's just paddles in a big bucket of water. Put more water in, makes it harder. Interesting. This Charlie horse is severe. Yeah. I must be uh, dehydrated or something. I don't know. Hmm. It's all right. We'll what did you going. do today? Yeah. I didn't do anything. No, you didn't I didn't bike I, here. <laughs> I didn't bike here. I, I did a podcast and then I went and did a sh- shot some stuff and then yeah, I don't know. That happens. It happens from time to time. It's quite severe. <laughs> I'm kind of surprised how bad it is. You ever get Charlie horses? Nope, I am very fortunate in that regard. Nice. Although I used to get massages, and when they massage one part of me, the rest of it was so tense around it that it would all hurt right around there. Interesting. So it's just like I have to stay in a constant amount of tension <laughs> so I don't hurt. <laughs> Did you get a massage when you went to Mexico? No. No. No, I don't think Should've. so. Did you? Yeah. Oh, all right. She beat the hell out of me. Nah, that's what she they do. She was like pulling on my fingers. Ah, okay. <laughs> I'm not a massage person. I'm sorry. I don't like getting massages. It's just... What is it that you don't like about a person touching you? Oh no, I like that. No, it's the. <laughs> <laughs> I yearn for that. I need that. No, it's the, that I get left with like sore spots. I'm like, oh, right. there's one little tense spot you didn't touch hurts. Right. You left it. You missed a spot almost. Yeah. Could you get this for me? <laughs> yeah. 
Anyway, I don't know what happened. That was weird. It's still, oh, it's still there. Not a big massage guy, eh? Shouts out to the snake, man. She's go she's going hard. I don't know what she wants today. Nobody get fed. Mm. You gonna feed her? Eventually. Mm -hmm. How often does she eat? As often as she wants, apparently. Mm. I've been buying mice, and we're not mice rats for for months now, literally mm -hmm. months. Mm -hmm. She just won't eat them. Really? So she hasn't eaten since September fifth. No. What? Just keep filling her water dish and she keeps going, I guess. How is that? I mean... But she's just refusing them. Like, I'm not denying her food. Right. You try. <laughs> Do you think she'd prefer a live mouse? Oh, she's go savage for him. But it's tough to find them. Mm. One time I went to go get live feed. And like used to have feeder hamsters. And these are not like the nice hamsters up front. They're like wild hamsters. Okay. But they ran out of the ones in the back. So the guy actually did go up front and grab one of them. Fuck. No. A cute little one? Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> and so you popped them in there? and Yeah. And anytime you buy them, they always send you back with this, like, enjoy your new pet box, like, even if it's the feeder ones. Oh. I was like, oh, well, not a long-lasting pet, but yeah. okay. It's going to be short, short and sweet. One time I got a gerbil. That's all they had left was gerbils. Oh, my God. I would... I it's, would love to watch that, to be honest. I know it's kind of savage, but... Oh, uh, yeah. Lots of people say that, and then like, oh, 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 okay, hang on. <laughs> is there blood? No. She just... What does she do? She just snaps at them. Sometimes they scream. They scream? Well, it takes a little bit for them to die. Yeah, I guess. She just goes for the for the neck, or what? Uh, she wraps them up. Squeezes the life out of them. Oh, my God. What a savage, that Lucy. Yeah, she looks like she moves slow now, but she does not move slowly when she's hungry. I bet, eh? Because that's all muscle, right? Like, that yeah. whole body is just... She can squeeze surprisingly tight when she's in shape. Huh. She's not in shape right now because she hasn't eaten in two months. Mm. <laughs> what do you think she's doing right now? She's, like, going around the perimeter of the cage. Yeah, they'll, they'll probe for holes oh. consistently. <laughs> Looking for a way out, eh? Yeah. Wow, that's a crazy existence. You're just like <laughs> one long thing. <laughs> and all they do is lay around. Even in the wild, that's all they do is just lay around. Wait for food to kind of cross in front of their face. <laughs> yeah, man. You're looking at something that's like, like what's the like the genetic Makeup of that thing is like billions of year, millions of years old, right? Like, yeah. that's like an ancient fucking being. And now we've taken them and we crossbreed them to do funny patterns. Oh, is that interesting? There's a whole morph of them that has problems because they've been crossbred so bad. Right. Not this one though, right? Nope. <laughs> that's weird. The humans have done that, like with dogs. That was it. Was one? It was a wolf. And they just bred it down to like some of those some of the dogs you see today are ridiculous. I, it's, I don't know. I, yeah, I can't stand pugs for that reason. Like, why <laughs> do you have this little snivelly dog? Like, Seems like a sad existence. Yeah, like I don't I don't mind those sporty dogs. Sure, if they're roughly about this big. You know, they got their decent snouts. They can run around. Mm -hmm. Yeah, perfect. They're mutts. Like you can't pick out what they are. Right, but they're 
They're but, awesome. Yeah, they seem all right. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I did a thing. I shot a video with a French bulldog. The, the thing just seemed like it was... I mean, it was okay, but just... You're right. That compressed front end is just like... That's savage. It is. I remember seeing like a Frenchie a long time ago, and they were just... I had a little tiny snout, but still a snout. Mm-hmm. She was the sweetest dog ever. It was, it was a nice-tempered dog. I just I kind of felt sorry for it. Yeah. But you're right. I think pugs are worse. Pugs are like, fuck. Why? Yeah. The English bulldog, I think. Real short, right. stout thing. Right. The wiener dog, unfortunately, like... <laughs> those legs are too short. I'm sorry. Like, it's, <laughs> this thing's supposed to be a predator. Yeah, exactly. They bred those for what? Badgers, right? Badger oh, bulldog? Uh, oh, wiener dog. Wiener? Badgers, yeah. really. Yeah. That makes sense, get yeah. In the, get in the hole. I don't know why. Would you hunt badgers for... Oh, we don't use a dog that small. Yeah, I don't know. Aren't badgers pretty vicious, too? Yeah, that's what I heard. Those huge claws? Maybe English badgers. Maybe. <laughs> North American badgers look like they're going to take a strip off you. Right, like, they're, they're like wolverines almost. Yeah, and eat your brains out. <laughs> English badgers, they look very primp and proper. They're like solid black with a white stripe down the middle that's Interesting. solid. Interesting. So they look like upstanding gentlemen of the badger world. <laughs> you ever go up to your uncle's farm ever? Still or? Ah, not lately, no. No. That was always a wild story to me. <laughs> How you guys would go out there and work and your uncle would just like berate Brandon. Yeah, that's... <laughs> just the way of life you really gotta go through it you do to understand it right because you, you get bitched at all day long sure and it's hard it's hard work right. get over it but at the end of the day you're you're joking about it it's like it's just work right it's just a day at work yeah how are they doing oh they're fine yeah my grandma passed away so they moved into that place now so okay i don't i have no idea i haven't been out there since mm. what do they farm canola uh, i don't know what the rotation is mm. You know, it's a little more complex than it used to be, so. Oh, okay. That's cool. Never got the invite, but I remember it was what, you, Peter, and Brandon would go? Yeah, yeah, we went through that one summer. Oh, it was just once, eh? Yeah. What, did you want the invite? No, 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 that no. That was your hay fever. I probably wouldn't. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Would you go out there at what? At like, har- not harvest time. Uh, no, that was just kind of generic middle of the summer kind of work. Mm-hmm. And then I did some like water pumping stuff in the spring and or mm-hmm. harvest, but I've been out there in years. So. It's endless work on a farm, right? Like yeah, yeah. It's not a life. It's a lifestyle. That's right. the thing. Would like, you prefer that to the urban lifestyle of working on your computer for fucking forty hours? <laughs> you want to prefer one, and then you prefer the other. You right. For one, you want to prefer the other. It's nice to have a balance. Yeah, but you can't really find it anywhere. Not. I've been lucky in some because like I go out in the field and shoot and then come home and edit. There's days mm. we were in the office and there's days we were out, you know, charming and talking and getting the shit done. And then you come home and get to be alone for a few days. But that's about it. Mm. And sometimes it's sometimes it's too much of one. And or then you're if you're at home too long, you have to go out. It's like ah, yeah, I'm rusty. <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah. I don't think there is a good balance. That's about as close as you can get. Probably is. You think about like, I don't know, like someone's, well, yeah, no, it's true. Like what if you're like, if you're a cop or you're like a salesman, like where it's just like always out in the world, you know, that's, that's too far one way. But then like always at home, always like, you know, 
internal. I don't know. I don't know if you, yeah, I don't know. So it's a personality thing, right? Yeah. What you can deal with. Just get away from jobs. Go to roles. <laughs> Not jobs. We need to get back to the roles. Yeah. What's the future hold for James? What's kind of the, what's like the five-year plan? I mean, five years ago, I wouldn't be able to tell you what happened now. So, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> ideally, ideally, or potentially. Ideally, eh. No idea. Nope. No, no idea. No clue. You gonna knock this house down and build two skinnies? Nah, I hate those skinnies. Looking across the street, the guy's got a decent place put on one lot. So I'm thinking big house. Nice. Thinking big. Yeah, I don't love the skinnies either. No. I yeah, I get it financially, and for the from the city's point of view, yeah, I can see why. But something soulless about them, man. They are. They are. They're 2,000 square feet with a rooftop patio. I get that. Your lot's only 25 feet wide, which is kind of strange to me. Like, if you had a window and they had a window, your neighbors had a window. Like They don't do that then. They don't put windows in between the houses. Right. And you ever seen one of those? Like, on a corner lot, they'll put the wrong house up because it was designed to be in the middle of houses. So you walk by it on the side and there's no windows at all. That sucks. Like, this, this point of view in this house is terrible. Right. <laughs> what, are you, what are you thinking? I hope you've got a nice painting up there on that wall because yeah. Yeah, it's junk from out here. It's junk from it's just a just a, a run of siding. Just like ugh. Yeah. Yeah, man. Thanks, James. Oh, right, it was a blast. Thank you for always good talking to you, man. Having me at my place. Yeah. <laughs> I know I was kinda you were saying it was like, yeah, it's nice to get out of my place every now and then and see if people want to go for a beer. I was like, uh oh. Or we just come to your house, <laughs> force you to stay we home. Can set up at the rendezvous. The rendezvous. Yeah. Where's that? Just over there on Stony Plain Road and 149. Oh fuck! Have you been there? It's good. It's good. <laughs> I mean, it probably is. It just looks like such a dive from the outside. It is a dive bar, but what right. do you get? You get beer. You get wings. It's got right. a wing deal. It's every day. What more do you really need? And pool tables. Now they're gonna have to pay you a little bit, but. Well, hey, I, I mean, hey. <laughs> Shout out to the rendezvous, man. I've seen that place my whole life and never been in there. Yeah, give it a chance. It's worth it. All right. Maybe next time we get together, we'll go up to the rendezvous. <laughs> <laughs> we should. <laughs> All righty. Thanks, James. It was always always a blast seeing you, man. Right, it's been a pleasure. Thank you.